Welcome, everybody, to the official FrankenCon podcast. I am your host, Richard Yule, one of the Madcap Three that is putting on FrankenCon 2022 in Knoxville, Tennessee, right outside of Knoxville, called Alcoa, Tennessee, but it's at the Knoxville Airport Hilton, and it is on May 14th, 2022. We are going to have one full day of horrific fun, including over 40 vendors, artists, writers. We've got all sorts of things going on during the day, panels with with our celebrity guests that include Nigel Buck from the Bad Ben movie. We will be screening the movie during the day for all attendees. We will be having Brian Bremer, who is from Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker, Society, uh, and uh, Pumpkinhead. He is actually a survivor in Pumpkinhead, I believe. And we will be doing a panel with him. We're going to break down the dinner scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre with uh, John Dugan himself, Grandpa. Uh, so we're going to watch the dinner scene and then talk to John, break down each each scene of that and get some uh, wild stories from John, I am sure. We also have a Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Mail Girl coming in and a mini Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 reunion with Scream Queen himself, Mark Patton, Kim Myers and Jack Shoulder, the director of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. So enough of that. If you're here, you probably know about FrankenCon. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FrankenConTN. Go to the website, FrankenConTN.com. But I have rambled on long enough, and I am actually here with somebody who, as soon as FrankenCon kind of became something, I knew I needed him and his band to be a part of it, and I'm talking about uh, Mr. Ryan Cadaver from the Casket Creatures, Atlanta's Drunkest Horror Rock Band. Is that right? Would you say that, Ryan? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, uh, it was an honor that you reached out to me. Uh, I've been friends with you for a while, and uh, I've seen you do bigger and bigger things, and I think it's awesome. Um, super proud of where you've where you've gone, and uh, I'm really happy to be a part of it. And I know the casket creatures are all thrilled. Uh, so yeah. you will see us uh, partying it, partying down, and uh, throwing down on the stage. Yeah. Uh, so the casket creatures are um, going to play for VIP only, uh, and that is sold out. Um, but they will be hanging out all day at their own tables, so you can buy merch. Uh, they'll probably have some sort of merchandise. Uh, do you all sell CDs? Is that a thing? Yeah, so, we got we got oh, merch. Right. We got CDs. Uh, yeah, we're, we got T-shirts. Um, we uh, we're looking into having some other stuff. Uh, we might throw a little bit of you know I do the candles, so we might have a few of those yeah. on the table. The cadaver candles. So yeah, it'll it'll be cool. Do a Frankenstein themed candle. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cross promotion right there. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, the cast creatures, we got several new shirt designs. Uh, we, you know, we kind of stocked up and then, you know, COVID happened. So we have a lot of shirts. So we'll be, we'll be <laughs> well, selling. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Do you see these sell at show? I mean, so I, I, I mean, I'm guessing like when you go to shows, like, and you, you know, you want to hear the music. I mean, are CDs still a pretty big seller for you? 
uh, totally honest, they're becoming less and less. Um, yeah. Starting to look into like, I mean, I obviously want to do a vinyl. Um, we're Isn't gonna it crazy pro- how it's like CDs won't sell. What about records? <laughs> yeah. So like, we're gonna we're probably our next album. We're gonna put out a, a vinyl finally. Oh my gosh, um, I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do that. Um, also, we got, we oddly enough, we got a friend of ours who uh, makes and distributes, like he makes tapes for bands. Uh, oh my gosh. I love cassette tapes, Ryan. Yeah. You don't even know. Yes. Yeah. So we may have some Casket Creatures cassette tapes too. They're in the other room, but I am like obsessed with specifically movie soundtracks. Like, oh yeah. I, I got Hellraiser three on on, on on audio cassette. I probably paid a little bit too much for it, but those things like where are you gonna find that? <laughs> See Hellraiser three. It seems like you want it on CD. I know, right? <laughs> I should I should get it on CD too. Well, I like audio cassettes, especially for the movie soundtracks because they're like little VHS tapes. They're like yeah. you can no, line them cool. up. Yeah. Um, so to you know we kind of uh just started rambling on which is what we do but what are the casting creatures what do you uh how long you've been around uh you know what happened like how, how did it come about because i've known you for at least five or six years and i mean y'all were how long has it been i mean i've never asked that question i actually don't know how long y'all have been together um i mean at this point i think 12 years wow um so it's been a while um yeah we we have been playing together for a long time we have five albums um you know tons of music videos um and uh you know we're not stopping i mean you know the covid situation definitely slowed down the shows um but overall i mean we're you know we're already talking about our next moves our next shows that we're gonna plan we got some good good ones in the pipeline Unfortunately, we have a, sh- a big show scheduled with Blitzkid, and they have canceled three times oh, now. So we're hoping geez. that, yeah, uh, and they're one of our biggest inspirations. So we're hoping that 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 ends up coming about. But uh, yeah, man, we're we're getting out there. We're trying to play shows. Um, we, like I said, I, I really think if you haven't heard the Casket Creatures and you want to get an idea of us and our sense of humor and our style of music and our horror influences, uh, definitely check out our music videos because that's where like. Yeah. I, I think that we we've spent we spend a ridiculous amount of time on our music videos for like a you know a local band with a, a low budget. We put our hearts and souls into those music videos and uh, spend a lot of damn time on them. So it's always a lot of fun. Um, oh, and yeah, yeah we they're do, high quality, man. They are high quality for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And yeah, we we've done a lot of horror conventions. We've played at uh, Six Flags Fright Fest. We've done a lot of cool shit over the years. Uh, and FrankenCon is adding to the list of really cool stuff. So I'm really excited about it. Oh, yeah, we're hyped. Um, so I know you have, uh, so your music is, okay, so I don't know your opinion on this, so I'm going to ask it, but I am a huge Ice Nine Kills fan. Yeah. Um, no, they're rad. So, uh- and they, uh, you know, have really blown up. It's crazy because I think they've been around since like 2001. Yeah, and uh, and now they're and touring they, with Metallica. I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, they uh, and back in like I, I mean, it's been like three years. They released uh, a, basically a um, 
a whole album dedicated to horror movies. And so it, it's incredible. I love it. But I mean, I kind of heard you guys kind of do it first in a way. Um, I mean, you guys do it with like Springwood Slasher. Um, and isn't there an Amityville one too? Yep. Yeah. Um, that's on our, um, that's on our new album, uh, Folklore. 112 Ocean Avenue is the name of the song. Yeah. Um, and that's one that we will definitely be playing at Freaking Con. Cause that, that one hasn't left us set. That's one of our favorite songs to play. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we take inspiration from horror movies. Um, but sometimes like the horrors of real life and, uh, sometimes serial killers, it, it, it kind of runs the gambit of stuff that I find interesting. Um, a lot of stuff about aliens. Um, I'm super into the paranormal and UFOs and all that stuff. So there's a lot of songs about that kind of stuff. Um, just because it's what I'm into, uh, it's what we are into as a band. Um, you know, we have, uh, the, the last album is called folklore and there's a lot of songs about like cryptids, um, ghost stories, uh, the bell, Witch, the Wendigo, a lot of stuff like that. So, um, if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely check it out. Um, so as far as videos you were talking about, I mean, zombie werewolves from outer space is like the craziest thing ever. Like how much fun was it putting that thing together? It was so much fun. And honestly, that's when I feel like the casket creatures kind of like, I mean, we did, we had the mummies tune before that, which was a precursor to it. But like, we really kind of realized like we have serious music videos and we have like the ridiculous ones and we do better with the ridiculous shit. <laughs> like as a band, like we are just better at being just over the top. I mean, you know, a lot of our stuff is very like, you know, inspired by eighties horror so it kind of makes sense that we would do a lot of ridiculous, over-the-top, gory, fun things like the, like 80s horror movies, like the movies that we love. Um, so, yeah, that was a great time. Like that one, um, Nathan Hamilton directed that one. It's a blast. Oh, nice. He's actually going to be – well, this is going to uh, be a little later, but he's going to be in the Knoxville area with our friend Hack, um, Hack's nice. Horror Show, uh, this weekend. Um, not this weekend, but – in the past yeah uh, yeah and nathan's a cool guy i've had him on my old podcast and stuff so yeah he's he's, very, he's a really dear friend of mine um yeah so i mean uh nathan directed that he's awesome he's a wrestling commentator and a overall horror host badass um and then uh you know we did um phantom zone phantoms phantom zone with uh, and we did it with <laughs> phantom troublemaker yeah, that one best, was yes. a blast. We shot it at Paranormal Haunted House, and uh, oh, but like the cool thing about that video is like it. I've seen videos shot in haunted houses, and they look like videos shot in haunted houses. But that that one, like we were like, we're using the atmosphere of the haunted house, but we're gonna make it like space. So the whole video takes place in space. So like it doesn't. Yeah, ever I don't really... think I realized it was in a haunted house. Yeah, because there's a lot of cool sections of that haunted house that we were able to kind of shoot in a way that made it look like not just like a haunted house you know as much as i love that aesthetic i've seen a lot of videos shot that were kind of cheesy and this one's cheesy but in a in a good way in a good way <laughs> yeah yeah but that I one we're, that. we're battling um some space villains that want to steal our music uh the cast creatures you know we drink beer and play music and don't don't take ourselves too seriously <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dave West is awesome, um, and I love his his outfit that he made. I think all of it. Right? Yes, it's, yeah. It's great, every every know. bit of that was very very homemade. 
Yeah, it looked like it took a lot of work. Uh, that's really awesome for him. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I guess let's take a break from the music for a minute because I've never really talked to you about this, but one of my favorite things you've ever done is a little thing called Joe Stryker. <laughs> and Dude, it's thank a full, you. It's a full full length film. Like it's a full length like eighties cop cop movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, me and uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Slayfield, we uh, worked together. He's the guitarist in our band, him and Derek. But, uh, you know, we kind of got everyone from the band involved. And uh, But, like, we did the opposite of what everyone expected and didn't do a straight-up horror movie. We did an 80s cop movie. Uh, and it just kind of came from just sitting around bullshitting. And, you know, at the time, I had a job where the, it was, like, either completely dead and there was nothing going on or we'd be really busy for like a few weeks and then it'd go back to being dead. So in those dead times, we sat there and wrote a movie and we would plan stuff out and be like, Hey, we could shoot on this day and we could do this and we could do this. And we used every single weekend for weeks and weeks and weeks um, to just knock out a movie. And it was all shot over weekends. It was all shot with friends. Um, you know, it was a lot of volunteer work and it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun and we're, we're still working on a sequel at the moment. Oh Yeah. I really hope it's called Joe Striker Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a, I, I don't want to give too much away, but you know, you know, like in the spirit of uh, all the connected universe films and all that stuff, uh, oh, it's okay. kind of like that where it's not exactly a sequel, but it's kind of a, a spinoff based on some stuff that happens in the first movie. Oh, That's okay. all I can really say. I got you. He goes to space. <laughs> yes. <absolutely. laughs> space Striker. Joe Striker in space. That's your future. Um <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, uh directing a movie was a uh, obvious first and uh and uh, a wild time. Like we learned a lot and it it's it's fucking crazy that we pulled it off. I I'll never forget the first day of shooting on that movie. And we had the script written, it was a solid script. And we started and we're like action and we had like the little clack thing and we were like, which I don't even know what it's called. That shows you how much, yeah, how much <laughs> I know. Clack. And uh, we're like, well, let's go. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm seeing them act out the scene. And I'm like, I'm so glad that they're doing a good job because I have no idea what I'm doing. And it was terrifying. And then like <laughs> the more we did it, the more comfortable we got. And then by the end, we're like, you know, we're like, we got this, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, that's also another reason I think the next thing we do will end up being uh, even better. Hopefully that's always the goal. What I love about this world we live in is, is like, we can just sit here and be like, I want to do this and then you can just do it. And yeah. I, and I hope that's what people like. I don't want people to think like me, Matt and Corey sat around for like two years planning Franken-Con and all this. Like, I mean, we will have the better part of a year that we've been planning it, but I mean, we really just said we were going to do it. And then now we're doing it as we go. And I, that's what, how the movie happened. I feel yeah. it's like, let's do it. And then you just figure it out and you hit, you have speed bumps, but you just don't, you know, you surround yourself by people that, um, you know, you all can just keep moving forward and don't look back. Uh, yeah. You know, that's kind of the yeah, and you can't, mentality. You can't, uh, you, you have to like take the little, like the mistakes and the failures, like you have to take them in stride. I mean, we literally edited half of the movie of Joe Stryker and then like something happened with the computers, some stuff crashed. It wasn't backed up properly and we lost oh, it. Uh, now we oh, didn't lose the footage. No. 
but we lost but the edit. Everything you did. So we had to do it again. And guess what? It was better the second time. Yeah, but how heartbreaking. I mean, it was very how mad. How Made mad. me want to quit. Made me want to quit. But yeah. I didn't. I feel um, like I kind of remember that happening. Um, yeah. Just in following you on social media. But uh, yeah, that's heartbreaking. I mean, I've done podcast episodes. I luckily haven't lost a lot of them, but sometimes, you know, something happens and you do it and then it just doesn't come out or, you know, uh, just editing in general can be a pain in the butt. I mean, yep. for so, sure. Uh, we yeah, learned from that you... mistake and now we keep, like, I have my copy of the movie and he has his copy <laughs> and we have backups and he has backups and they're kept in different houses. So if anything happens to the damn house, we'll still have it. Um, so, yeah. Sense. I mean, but that's good. I mean, like, learn from things, right? Yeah. If you don't learn, then it's stupid. But You're absolutely right. I mean, there's so many things that I've talked about with people about doing. And um, it's like, yeah, we should do this. Yeah, we should do this. And then it doesn't happen. It really takes that first step of just being like, hey, we got a date. It's happening on this date. We're doing it. I mean... It's really what happened with Frankencon, realistically. Like, I, I mean, we'll probably talk about this in in a longer form if we can ever do the origin of Frankencon. But I mean, the whole deal with picking May fourteenth as I went through twenty twenty two. This was back in May, I think, of twenty one, and I I saw um, I was like, I want a Friday the thirteenth. So I picked Friday the thirteenth and. We were actually just going to do a night event on, or not really a night event. It was kind of going to be like a five to like midnight kind of thing. On I remember Friday you talking 13th. about that. Yeah. And, and, and it was going to focus more on Friday the 13th, um, which uh, in hindsight, that would be incredibly tough to do. Um, uh, uh, theme shows, I have a lot of respect for because I don't know how you can pull that off. Also, um, Friday nights are really hard because people work late. It's hard for yep. them to get to places. Uh, yeah, and so that's kind of what happened. So, so then I was like, okay, so the 14th. <laughs> and so we just picked the 14th and we, we kind of went with it. I, I mean, I basically went, found the Hilton and I knew I wanted to go there. Um, because it was the nicest and best place, like in the Maryville area, that we could do something like this, and we just booked it. I mean, that's literally like booking the hotel was the scariest thing because I we we didn't have anything at that point. I mean, yeah. we didn't have vendors, we didn't have guests. We, I mean, we knew we were getting all that stuff, but even my wife, who I mean, loves me dearly, but you know, I mean, she likes plans <laughs> yeah. and uh and i'm like well we'll have vendors and she's like but where are you getting the vendors i was like i mean we'll we'll get them <laughs> and she just was like she did not think that we would be where we are now whereas we're, we're much better off you know yeah. um but it, it is funny like to you just really have to have faith in yourself and the people you you're working with well every big horror con started out like this yeah, basically. I mean, a one-day show is really tough to pull off. It's actually tougher to pull off than a three-day show in a way because, um, you know, a lot of vendors live far away wherever you're putting on a show. A lot of vendors travel. So, um, I mean, we had people in Texas want, that we wanted to come, but in the long run, it was it's only a one-day show. 
um, and some guests, we kind of, we wanted some guests and some of them, you know, were able to get a three day show or didn't think they could, you know, do what they normally do with a one day show. So doing a one day show is much tougher. I mean, we've always said, and it's no surprise, but we'll at least be two days next time. I mean, just cause that'll make life a little easier. And we'll be able to have more events. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, if nobody had ever has ever heard the casket creatures, how would you explain the casket creatures to them? Like, what would, I mean, would you compare yourselves to an, an Iceland kills, or how would you? Um, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of there's always a lot of comparisons to uh, the Misfits with any horror band. Um, but I honestly don't really feel like we sound like the Misfits as much as I love the Misfits. Um, I. I mean, I would say that we're a horror rock band, if anything, uh, with like more, you know, rock and metal, like along that line. Um, we get classified as horror punk, which our, or, our old stuff was very horror punk, um, but things have gone in a different direction. And, uh, you know, I'm very inspired by like classic metal, uh, you know, Iron Maiden, King Diamond, uh, stuff like that. That's like my favorite, uh, you know, Megadeth, Metallica, thrash, a lot of thrash metal influences, um, so, I mean, I think a lot of that comes out in our sound. Um, I don't know who I'd compare us to directly, but uh, there's a lot of bands that I love that we, you know, we are inspired by, like Calibri, Splits Kid. Uh, uh, look, you got me into Calibri's. They're great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, I mean, you know, th there's a lot of stuff like that that we're really into. Um, but I, I do think that we've kind of found our own sound, you know, after being together for so long. Um, I know you don't necessarily have anything to do with this, I don't think, but I know you uh, do a lot of shows with them, but Elzig, can you explain Elzig to me? Oh, yeah. No, we do a ton of shows with those guys. Yeah, those I are... always see you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there was, like, I mean, I'd say, like, a couple of years where almost every single local show we did was with them. Uh, they're good friends of ours. Um, they're all from, like, kick-ass bands in the area. Uh, they formed this group where um, he is uh, basically a demon Elvis. It's a cross between Elvis and Danzig. And uh, he they do like covers of Elvis songs and Danzig songs. And uh, it's it's a blast. It's a good time. The only Danzig song I'll ever know is Mother. That's yeah. It. Well, they do. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Um, no, that, that's awesome. Uh uh, I just love that um, Atlanta, I mean, I don't really like to travel to Atlanta because the traffic is just a nightmare. I don't know how anybody lives in Atlanta, but I have so many friends that live there and I love the area and I love what Atlanta has. You know, they have all these weird things and, and cool things. And I mean, home of Walking Dead and now it's like small Hollywood. What's it like just uh, putting on shows there and living there? I mean, like, I know it's not this like other world, but I mean, to, to people that don't live there, like, I mean, what are the show? Do you think shows are different in Atlanta than when you travel outside of the state? Um, I don't know. Like, there are a lot of really cool things. Like, I'll just be randomly driving by someplace and be like, oh, they're shooting like, you know, a Marvel movie right there or like like there's like always like shit going around like going on um 
there's a lot of times that I watch shows that, you know, I'll see everyone talking about and I'm like, yeah, that was filmed like right near my house or, you know, that's supposed to be in, you know, like in the Midwest, but that's down the street from my house, you know, and like that's Oh, that's a bar that we've played at. That's in, um, what was that movie? Uh, our show, um, doom patrol. Like oh, there yeah. was, a, yeah, there was a scene in there and I was like, we play that bar all the time. That's the point. Um, so like that aspect of it's really cool. Like I, I nerd out about stuff like that. Obviously the, the mall that stranger things season three was shot in oh, yeah. was like my childhood mall. That's so pretty that, cool. That was cool. And it was also yeah. in fear street in the nineties fear street, the same oh, yeah. mall. Oh, it was the same mall. Yeah. And, um, same thing. It was just really cool. Really nostalgic. Um, so that's really cool. As far as shows, I mean, there's no shortage of them. Um, I mean, there is now, but usually, normally, there's there's no shortage of them. Like, there's always something to do almost every night. Um, there's also, like, a lot of cool, like, breweries and restaurants and, like, just cool shit around, um, which, I mean, you got a lot of, too, where you're at. Yeah, Knoxville's kind of cool. And, yeah. I mean, you know, we're not too far away from Atlanta and Asheville. Asheville's this cool kind of vibe, too. But Knoxville's got some really cool and unique places. Um, yep. Places like Central Cinema, who we love. Uh, that's a movie house that shows old movies. And they do, like, like I went a few weeks ago and I saw Tromeo and Juliet there. Nice. So where, where can you, you know, you don't get to do that every all the time. Um, and Grand House Video is now in Knoxville. He is not open yet. I mean, his online store is, is really a massive place. And we have that coming to Knoxville. We have the dungeon here in Maryville. Maryville is getting like this weird, like really this central location of things. And we had Chris Catan uh, two miles from my house a, a couple weeks ago. Like, he did a comedy show at this little bar. Nice. Um, this little pub, the Bird in the Book, that I love and go to all the time. Um, so, yeah, I just love that, like, now that I'm 40, uh, well, I won't say it, the end of that. No, I'll be 44 this year, and I just love the fact that all this really cool stuff is happening. And I'm I'm really excited that FrankenCon's happening and that you guys are going to be there. What can people, so VI, for the very special 100... There's 100 VIPs. There's 12 uh, super VIPs. Um, so what can they expect from the Cast Creatures show? Um, a very, very energetic, fun party on stage. We're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to see a lot of kick-ass shit. Um, a lot of sing-alongs. Like, get in there. Like, you know, like, chant with us, sing with us, party with us. Um we're a lot of fun. Like we try to be a fun band. Uh, I think that's why we get booked for a lot of events like this. It's, it's a, it's a fun atmosphere. Uh, we we're very theatrical. Um, so, you know, and, uh, we're all like super chill. Like let's hang out and drink beers after the show, you know, like, or before the <laughs> yeah. show, whatever, like I'll just drink beers all the time. I don't care. Well, yeah, there so. is a cash bar in the VIP room, and there is a bar on premises uh, and a restaurant, so there's plenty of that. And then, I mean, I know a lot of people that are staying at the hotel um, that night, you know. I mean, we are, and I don't know if I'll party any that night. I'll probably crash You're gonna be as soon out. as it's over. <laughs> yeah, You're going to be I'm worn gonna, out. I'm going to get everybody out of there, behind, load up, get out. Let's, That's why I back. can never do anything like that. Because, like, I would want to just party, and it would end poorly. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
But no, man. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Where can they find you on online for Cast Creatures? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, so just follow us. Uh, like I said, if you're interested in us at all, check out the YouTube stuff. Um, our last video uh, was American Cannibal, which is about the Wendigo. And uh, I think it's a really cool video. It's really like, I think it's really well done. So, um, you know, just check out check us out and see you know see if you're into it well thank you for taking the time out man and hanging out with me for a little bit um i really appreciate you and thank you for coming to frankencon can't wait to hang out with y'all and um everybody else i will have all the links in the uh, in the show notes for uh, the casting creatures please check out their youtube channel it is great got some great music on there um, I may or may not have a request for um, uh, uh, FrankenCon for the VIP thing. Yeah, oh, can I, probably can I plug that. one more thing? Yeah, yeah, plug it. Okay, so I'm in another band uh, that I'm really excited about. That's oh, like yeah. Just, just kind of getting it. going. Yeah, I forgot to mention it, which is awful. Uh, but yeah, I'm in Neon a, a, Warlords. a new band called Neon Warlords. That's like the theme music for every like badass 80s movie you've ever seen. Uh but as a band. Yeah, Blood on the Streets. It's all on Spotify, too. I yep. imagine Casket Creatures is on Spotify as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, Neon Warlord, yeah, it's a synth band. It's great. It, I mean, it's it's cheesy, but good. Like, <laughs> And that's a hard line to, to go, but I love Blood on the Streets. Uh, yeah, it's a great stuff. I, I actually listen to that every now and then. I mean, when you first uh, did that band... Um, you know, I contacted you and said, I, I love it. So um, uh, we actually wanted to do sort of an acoustic thing or do kind of a Neon Warlords thing at the show. But we just have no room. We, we are busting at the seams with entertainment. So hopefully, hopefully we can bring Neon Warlords into um, into future events. So that would be fun. Hell yeah. I think um, it'd be a but- good fit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will also throw the link into there. Um, but yeah, Ryan, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on here. Everybody else, thank you for listening. Go to frankencontn.com. Uh, look at the amazing website that Matt has built. Uh, it's got all the things that you can do on that day. And uh, we can't wait. And on May 14th, 2022, at the Knoxville Airport Hilton, we will see you at the con.